I am still buzzing from the Kajabi conference that I went to last week. And so I wanted to share some of my takeaways with you. I'm also nerding out fully embracing my love of Kajabi because I'm wearing a Kajabi t-shirt today. I'm also drinking from a giant Kajabi cup. Um, and when I say cup, I mean one of those huge Stanley mugs. I feel like I'm getting an arm workout every time I lift it up. It's like 10 pounds, just full of water. So I'm repping the Kajabi today. But I wanted to share with you three of my biggest takeaways from the Kajabi conference and this a personal moment of reflection um, that I, I had that kind of, I don't want to say overcame because that sounds dramatic, but it was this moment of realization that I had at one of the lunches. Um, so if we haven't met before, I'm Chelsea Hayes, the Course Pro, and I'm a launch strategist. I help course creators package and sell their digital courses. Kajabi is my platform of choice. I've been a user since 2019. I started uh, when a client said, hey, I need your help with a live webinar. I Can you track my sales while I go live? on Kajabi, track my sales on Kajabi while she goes live for her live webinar. She generated $8,000 in that hour and I have been a Kajabi user ever since. Um, and her and I still launch her courses over and over again. That was my, my intro into Kajabi and since have just been fully immersed in the world. But last week I went to Austin, Texas and attended the Kajabi conference. So they haven't had one since 2019 and I started uh, with Kajabi shortly after that. So I missed the boat on the last live con um, conference. So three big takeaways for me personally. The first one here, I want you to listen loud and clear. The first takeaway I had is I am significantly underutilizing the Kajabi platform, which means I'm leaving money on the table, which means I'm not helping as many people as I possibly could, which means I don't have as big of an impact as I would like to have. And that's coming from somebody who uses Kajabi all the time in their business. So you most likely are also underutilizing Kajabi. So let me, let me go into it. Um, I just want to do kind of a high level because with this concept that I'm underutilizing Kajabi and that you are too, I just want to go high level. And then throughout um, the rest of this month or the, the next few weeks, I'm going to dive into some specifics. So the big takeaway was from a Brendan Burchard training. And if you don't know who he is, he's a personal development coach, mentor, leader, He's also a marketing genius. Like I don't think he kind of touts his marketing um, skill set nearly enough, but for us, he taught this whole big um, session on how we can set up our evergreen funnels. So he's had, I think he said 29, $1 million, at least $1 million launches in a row, 29. Or like he hit the seven figure mark for his launches 29 in a row. Like that's insane, right? So he was saying all of that he's done and all he's studied for marketing, this is the flow that will help you advance your business. Again, reach more people, create a bigger impact, you know, grow your business. Um, and it was this, it's an evergreen funnel. 
So I'm just gonna give you high level. His thing was you have your organic content, which is you're posting on LinkedIn, you're posting on Instagram, you're posting on YouTube, maybe that's your blog. Your organic content should all be sending traffic to your lead magnet. So for me, it's my 90 day checklist. For you, it might be a PDF, um, a checklist, a guide, whatever, a training, whatever that may be, that's your lead magnet. But that's where a lot of us stop. Or we say, now I'm just gonna nurture you via email, which is cool, right? But he's saying, we set up these flows or we need to set up these flows, these funnels, so that we can get the person in who opts in for our free thing, our freebie, our lead magnet, it's all the same language. And then the system automatically puts them through this customer journey. So what that looks like is a $7 offer. And he said, I've tested this out like millions of data points. Just trust me, $7 is the amount. There's a $29 upsell. And then from there, another upsell into a $49 a month membership. And, and this is all like, click, click, click in Kajabi. This isn't like in a couple weeks, offer the next thing. In a couple weeks after that, offer the next one. No, this is all in the same sequence. And so you sure they can say no, thank you. But if they say yes, they can continually, they can, um, they can add your services or your trainings or your products offers uh, into their quote unquote shopping cart all at the same time. Then that leads them to your course, which he said usually is in a range between $297 to $1,000 program. And you've kind of created this customer journey and you've already taken them through that. And then the next step after that is your high ticket. It's your mastermind. It's your one-on-one coaching. Maybe it's your group coaching. For me, it's my done for you service launch machine. But he said, this is the flow that you need to take your customers through. And so it really got me thinking, what is the flow for my audience, for my people? Because truthfully, right now, I just have a high ticket and not everybody is ready for that. Not everybody wants that. And so I'm leaving money on the table, but I'm also not helping as many people as I possibly could, right? So that is... One of, that's my first big takeaway. I'm testing this out in real time. Like I spent this morning debriefing my notes, putting it on uh, a workflow on my computer so I can kind of map out what this looks like. And then I can pull my team members in um, to help me build this out. So I'm going to come back to you with more info on that. But that was my biggest thing. Like I have this tool, I have this platform, Kajabi, and I'm not using it to its fullest potential. And I'm not even talking about the extras, the podcast, the coaching, all of these other pieces that Kajabi has added in. This is just like the base, the base like um, features of Kajabi. So diving into my takeaway number two is that Kajabi customer support is unmatched. The Kajabi team is unparalleled. They're first class. There's nobody out there I will fight you on this, that is as helpful and as speedy and is as genuine as the Kajabi team. And I love team. Like that is one of my biggest values is I love having my team. I love working with a team. I love partnering with our clients. It's definitely a team effort. Um, But for a tech company, Kajabi has this whole group of humans behind the scenes that genuinely care about our business 
business success. Um, I like to say the the phrase that came to my mind was Kajabi is powered by humans that genuinely want us to succeed. They are hungry for our business success. And let me let me give you some examples of why I uh, think that. And this is before the conference even. Like if you email Kajabi support, the turnaround time is super quick. Um, they've implemented a bot that can help answer your questions um, a little bit quicker. And I met the guy who created the bot and he was so, so proud of the work that he has done. And that bot was created because their team they read our comments, they see our requests for new features, they see what we're posting in the Facebook group, like all of that gets read by human eyeballs. And then there's a whole team dedicated to figuring out, okay, what can we implement? What needs to get pushed to the like task list or the production list sooner? Um, like what can we implement now? What can we tweak? What can we improve? There's this whole group of people behind the scenes that are like antsy to help us as entrepreneurs, to help us as course creators, to help us as business owners be as successful as possible in our business. And I was invited to a private dinner um, one of the nights and there's only 10 of us, four of them were Kajabi execs and then six of us were Kajabi users. And it was just a really fun evening where we could talk about Kajabi, our love for Kajabi, but also they were so interested in what we had to say um, from our Kajabi experience. Literally, they had a notebook at the table, at the dinner table, and we, you know, some of us would say something, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, or this is my experience, and they're, oh, that's good. You know, she's writing down information in the notebook because they, they want to have that connection, that relationship with real Kajabi users so they can continue making um, the experience even better. Um, I sat next to a guy, his name is David Lenny, and he is the um, head of da data and analytics for Kajabi. And he used to work at Netflix. And so he was telling me, he was like, you know, on Netflix where you watch a show and then Netflix says, hey, based on what you just watched, we think here are your recommend or we think you would like this next show here are, here's our recommendation for you and like don't don't make the mistake I do and let my kids watch under my profile my account um because then your feed is all full of like kid shows and actually here's a fun sidebar he said Kajabi or not Kajabi Netflix can recognize that this is an outlier. This person typically watches The Amazing Race and Survivor and Big Brother, but now she's all of a sudden watching Paw Patrol. They recognize that that's an outlier and it's probably somebody else watching on your account. Isn't that crazy? Um, and so they won't suggest those things. But he was saying like some things, some ideas that he has is wouldn't it be cool in Kajabi if we could use the data of what you have in your account to prescribe your next step. So if they see that you are not making any sales, the um, like the system, the software can, can give you suggestions on how to market. Or maybe you do have sales and you have students, maybe they're gonna give you suggestions on how to enhance your current student experience. And I just loved that idea because as entrepreneurs, we can often get caught in like, what should I do next? What should be my area that I focus on? And we often get the shiny object syndrome where 
I do this all the time where I'm like, oh, I see somebody making reels. Do I need to be making all these reels in my business on Instagram? And it's like, no, that's not, we get distracted, right? And so for the system, for Kajabi, for that platform to say, based on your activity, based on what's going on in your account, we recommend these next steps for you. So Kajabi team unparalleled. I like that is a hill that I will die on. Um, okay, number three, uh, my third takeaway is business buddies make it better. So especially after attending this session with Brendan Burchard, my mind was just overflowing with thoughts. How can I implement? How can I take action on these things? And having a group of people that um, also understand the same model that you're trying to create. By model, I mean this evergreen funnel with the freebie, the $7, the $29 upsell, the $49 membership, the course, and then the high ticket. Like somebody else understands that that's the model you're trying to create. It allows you to brainstorm and spitball ideas back and forth because they understand all the pieces and that was so helpful for me to be able to talk through these things with other people that get it. And even though our industries are totally different, um, it we could still we could still help each other. And so I gave some ideas, and sometimes they're like, no, that's not gonna work, or you need to like jazz it up because that's a little bit boring, or you know whatever that was. It was so helpful to have business buddies that we could talk like we could talk about what we learned while it was still very fresh um and i kind of laugh because on the last day we were um the conference was over and we were still all going to be there for another night and we were going to go have a, a drink before dinner and i was like i'm taking my notebook my brain is overflowing i have to download these thoughts on paper otherwise i feel like i'm going to explode and it kind of teased me for wanting to bring a notebook to to have you know to cocktails and to dinner but what what ended up happening is we all started talking and we all were jotting down notes for each other and having this group think this think tank on how we can help each other in in our own businesses, uh, in each other's businesses. So there's a lot of power in that group setting and definitely they gave me ideas that were way better than my own. And even though like it's my business, from an outsider's perspective, their, their comments, their input was invaluable. But I also had a personal moment kind of of reflection um, at the conference. So I'm sitting at lunch, um, and happened to sit next to a woman, her name is Rebecca. She is a trauma therapist that specializes in supporting emergency personnel. So think like um, 911 responders, um, paramedics, um, they deal with a lot of trauma, they see a lot of trauma. And so she's a therapist that helps helps them work through, work through that. And just from our conversation, I had this moment of, we're talking about how like you can kind of sense people's energy. And I had this moment of realization that I was in my comfort zone. And that may seem obvious to you because I'm a Kajabi user. My business is setting up Kajabi for other people. I'm at a Kajabi conference, right? So that might be obvious, but I am definitely an introvert. Um, tried and true. I love being at home. Um, 
I don't need a big group of people. In fact, like I, it was a lot to be at this conference and I'm so thankful to even just have like some time on the plane to like not have to talk to anybody as I was flying back home to Charlotte. And, but I even, even so, even being this introvert, I felt very in my comfort zone at a, at this conference, which is not what I've experienced in the past. Um, when I was a manager in a country club, we would go to continuing education certifications, uh, BMI, Business Management Institute is what they called it. And I would be the type to sit in my hotel room by myself until the very last minute that I had to be out the door to be at the next session or to, to do the next activity that the group was doing, you know, and then dinner time would happen and I would just like, hopefully talk to the next person, the person next to me, but just, just felt very out of my comfort zone. But this time it was different. And I think part of it was I really got myself in the headspace before going to the conference. Small talk is not natural to me. Um, I've literally read a book, the art, what is it? The fine art of small talk by Deborah Fine. And I go through those strategies of how to prepare for small talk before events like this, because it's just not my nature. Um, and so I felt very, what do I, what do I want to say? Proud of myself. I did things I don't normally do. So at the Q and A, there's a lunchtime Q and A. Ali Abdal, he's like this insane YouTuber, um, has done four hundred million dollar launches on Kajabi, and he was asking questions and I shot my hand up in the air to ask a question. That is not me. I'm the type to like sit in the back and like my heart races the whole time thinking I should ask a question, but I'm not going to ask a question, but I want to ask a question. And instead like my hand raised right up and I was able to ask him a question. And it was, um, I don't know, it definitely felt like, again, I'm even trying to find the words. Proud doesn't seem like the right thing, but just grateful for this experience and happy that I, I pushed myself a little bit more than what I typically did would do. Um, I got to meet um, Ahad Khan, who is the CEO of Kajabi. I got my picture taken with him. Again, I would never walk up to somebody like that, let alone the head of the whole organization, and, and talk to them. So it, it, definitely some moments where I just felt in sync in the zone and um, it just really felt like this was the place that I was meant to be at, but it doesn't come natural. It's something that like, I have to really take some time to, to get in the right zone. So, and, and really maybe it all comes down to my goal for attending this conference was to have conversations. That's it. I just wanted to meet people. It's not like I wanted to meet people so I could sell my services, um, you know, so I could get more followers on Instagram, get people on my email list. Like if that's a byproduct, that's great. But really it was just to have conversations with people, real people in real life. Cause I just don't get to do that on a day-to-day -day basis. Or I don't put myself in the position to do that on a day-to-day -day basis. So I have lots more that I wanna share with you, but I'm still kind of processing everything and I wanna share more from, a, from an actionable standpoint. Here's what I learned, here's what I did. Um, but I'm just so thankful for the opportunity and now I'm on a mission that I wanna share with you all what I have learned.